0: Welcome to Rema for Today Radio.
1: So many people want to stick their head in the sand, so to speak and deny that, in, that, they, that they have a problem. If your pocket is empty, you got empty pockets. You might as well admit it, but arm yourself with the greater facts of God's word and by faith begin to say what God's word says about your particular problem.
0: You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series, Another Look at Faith by Ken Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Ken Hagan's message.
1: I'm going to continue today the series I started last week on faith. Romans 10, 17 says, Thus so then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Then, of course, the scriptures that made Brother Hagin famous. Can anybody tell me what they are? Mark 11, 22, 23, and 24, especially the 24th, that's his that's his favorite verse of scripture. And Jesus answering saith unto them have faith in God. For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain be thou removed and be thou cast in the sea and shall not doubt in his heart but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass he shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you whatsoever things you desire when you pray believe that you receive them and ye shall have them. Now, the title of this series is Another Look at Faith. We did the introduction last week, and then we talked about number one, which is faith is not an isolated spiritual force. We dealt with the fact that faith was not mental agreement. It was not intellectual knowledge, but it's a spiritual force We dealt with the fact that this spiritual force must work in context with other spiritual forces such as love and so forth. I want to deal with point number two. Faith is not denial. Denying the existence of a problem is what I'm talking about. Some people have thought that as long as you don't speak it, then that means that you're in faith. If you deny, you know, faith denies the existence or the reality of a problem. This is very dangerous and it's also erroneous to deny that a problem exists. Some would think that uh, they have even said, I will not admit that because I don't want to confess it into existence. One fellow and he said, I'm never, you're never going to hear it pass from these lips. I will never confess that I am divorced. I said, you don't have to confess it. It's a fact. It's recorded at the county courthouse. He was talking about believing God to restore his marriage and I was trying to explain to him before you can believe God to do something you've got to realize that the problem exists. Before you can get saved you had to realize you're a sinner. Before you can get healed you have to realize that you're sick and need a Physician. But so many people want to deny, say that we must deny the facts in order to get our faith working. The Bible does not teach this. Joshua did not deny the existence of Jericho that was in front of him. But by faith he did what God told him to do. David did not deny the existence of of the giant. But with faith in God, he went out to do something about it. So many people want to stick their head in the sand, so to speak, and deny that, in, that, they, that they have a problem. If your pocket is empty, you got empty pockets. You might as well admit it. But arm yourself with the greater facts of God's word and by faith begin to say what God's word says about your particular problem. The woman with the issue of blood did not sit in her house and deny the fact that she had been to, had this condition for 12 years, had been to many physicians and was nothing better, but rather grew worse. She recognized she had a problem and then she said, if I can touch the hem of his garment, I'll be made whole. But she just didn't make that confession and sat still. She got up and went to where Jesus was. She would never touch his garment sitting in her room unless he happened to come there and the chances of him coming into her room were slim and none. She went to where he was. Joshua, David, the woman with the issue of blood, others in the New Testament realized they had a problem to overcome. But they faced their problem with a belief in God. Faith is not afraid to face the what ifs. Somebody said, well, but what if? Faith is not afraid of what ifs. Faith is not afraid of problems. Faith will, will look the situation in the face and say, I believe that God is able to take care of the situation. It's easy to say that when you're sitting snug and secure in this church. It is easy to say, I believe God will take care of me when you're sitting snug and secure in your home. It's another thing to say, God will take care of me when the rebel forces are running all over the place and even coming onto your property and killing others that are around. You can talk about how much faith you got if you want to while you're sitting in this church. We need to get a hold of the fact of what James said. You show me your faith without any action, I show you my faith with my action. And they said, well, what if this, what if that, what if the other? See, faith is not afraid to face the what ifs. Remember a lady in the Bible by the name of Esther? Remember, she faced a dangerous situation. But she did it anyway. If I perish, I perish. How many times in the Word of God do we see it over and over and over and over and over and over again? People obeying God and going Against all odds, and yet receiving the victory. In reality, it was stupid for Gideon to go with 300 men against more than 20,000. In reality, Daniel should have been eaten alive. And we know this from the fact that the people that the king put down in the lion's then after he had Daniel removed, it says that they were torn to pieces, I think, before they ever got to the bottom of the pit. You're going to have to learn whether you really believe God or whether you're just talking a, a good talk. You find out how much you believe God when your little chartered aircraft that you've chartered to get from, from Nairobi to Kisumu, Kenya. And we started to land at Kisumu. We could see the cloud coming and it was a bad storm and he just wheeled it out and went back over somewhere over there, landed at a grass strip, kicked us out with our luggage, said, there's a road, catch one of them vehicles and go into the town and go to the tea hotel in Carricho. It's about 5.30 in the evening. The shadows are gathering. And here are two preachers that hadn't had any sleep for about 18 hours standing beside of the road knew, did not even know where I was. I knew I was in Kenya somewhere. (laughs) And that pilot had told me that I was a few kilometers and I didn't even know how long a kilometer was. (laughs) Out of Caricho, Kenya, where there's supposed to be a place where it was called a tea hotel, where they spoke English and I could get some answers. You find out how much you believe God. then when you, you, you finally do get picked up and you're in the back of this truck with some you know I don't know seedy looking individuals <laughs> and they're looking at your camera cases and your luggage and although I couldn't understand what they're saying I've been around enough to know that they are talking about Master.
0: You're listening to Rema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. This month's special offer is the three-CD series by Ken Hagen, Don't Let Your Stress Become Distress. For $21, get this dynamic resource to start your new year off right. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagan Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen.
1: Don't forget, Ramo Bible Church in Oklahoma City, that is 8921 Northwest Expressway. We are there every Sunday night at yeah, 6 o'clock. If I'm not there to preach, Craig will be there to preach. That's right. Most of the time. Occasionally, one of the other associates will speak, but it's, it's us. Mm-hmm. And so what I did, I started Sunday, night, uh, uh, Sunday, night, Sunday morning on Sunday night. And I I thought about back, you know, you people, you started the Saturday night service so you'd have free all days on Mm -hmm. Sunday. Mm -hmm. I said, well, why not enjoy the weekend and come on Sunday night and enjoy Sunday morning on Sunday night? That's right. And and, uh, hey, we're having a good time over there in Oklahoma City. Come on out and be with us.
0: Make plans now to join us here in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, this February 17th through 22nd for Winter Bible Seminar 2013. Powerful teaching, dynamic worship, plus much more. Get all the details now online today at Rhema.org. Tomorrow more from Reverend Hagen on this powerful teaching, another look at faith. That's tomorrow on Rema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.